Hi friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandi Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode five of Believe Like a Boss. I'm so excited to be recording. We are now in our new home. We have spent the entire past week and weekend moving in, and it feels good to start getting settled. So grateful um, to all the families that have helped us in the process. Today, we are talking about having vision and asking for what you want. The reason why I wanted to do this is because for me, I have felt a little bit foggy. I've been a little bit consumed with moving. And sometimes this can happen when you're hyper-focused in a certain area of your life. For me, this was moving. So I've been really hyper-focused in moving things and getting things organized and putting things where they belong and cleaning up the space and trying to feel settled in this new space so that I can get back to my regular routines and feel some bit of normalcy. Um, but this can happen when right now we're getting a lot of content from the world. We're hyper-focused in the world on specific areas, right? This could happen after you visit certain family. If you're visiting with family and you feel really consumed with what's going on, you start to feel sort of foggy, right? Because you start to be in survival mode. Not everyone. I know that there's some people like, what? That's how you feel when you're with family? Not everybody's family (laughs) makes them feel safe and warm, y'all. Okay, this can also happen when you're watching too much social media or just being on too much social media, right? We're doing a lot of scrolling. It's kind of neat now. And not, you know, it's a double-edged sword that we're getting a lot of information from social media now. So sometimes we can feel really foggy. And we can get disconnected from ourselves. We start to notice that in ourselves. We start to notice, oh, I feel sort of disconnected from myself, from my goals, from my vision, from who I was before all of this happened, right? There's a lot of writing. We're still learning about COVID, right? We're learning about whether or not to wear a mask and, you know, what we can do in civil rights history is happening right now and how we can be a part of the change. And we want to be a part of the change. And there's all of this information, And so for me, like I said, I'm noticing it for me in particular with me being all sucked into moving, but you may be noticing it because you're consuming lots of news, you're on social media, right? And so you're noticing this disconnect from yourself. The way it shows up for me is I'm like, oh my gosh, my life, it feels like my life is running me. Instead of me running my life, right? Me being intentional, me being in control, I feel out of control. I feel foggy, I feel hazy, right? And so... When you notice this, the negative side, right? And we don't want to na- label this as bad, but in the way that it doesn't serve us, this can show up as buffering, right? We may wake up late, right? And we label the days over, the days all over, right? And then we just kind of buffer from there. We watch whatever, we eat whatever, the day is over, right? When we feel like life is running us, we can react that way. The way that I react when I feel like my life is running me and I feel like I'm behind because I've been consuming all these things and like, oh my gosh, like I need to snap back into my life is I call it panic action, right? When all of a sudden I'm like grabbing for all of this stuff, I'm not being intentional with my action, I'm just doing things. 
right? I totally miss stuff that's on my to-do list because I'm just doing stuff. I like see a pile that's out of order and I go and I fix that and then I see a scratch on a window and then I have to clean the window just to feel productive, right? This is how it shows up for me in a way that doesn't serve me. It's great, I got some things done, but I look at my to-do list and right and connecting to my big vision for what I want for my life and it's not there. What I want us to do is start to shift into this space of when you start to notice this disconnect, when you start to feel this dizziness, that we're able to pause. That either in the moment we're able to pause, or we make a mental note that, okay, I'm going to pause. That's what I personally do. I'll make a mental note, I'm like, okay, I feel like my life is running me. Right, today I was doing a lot of moving, a lot of organizing. I was like, I have been so focused on moving. I need to think about the clients that I'm meeting with this week, the appointments that I have this week, the things that I have going on this week. I really want to get prepared for them because I'm starting to get anxiety about it. I was like, I don't know what's going on this week, and it's Sunday, and all I've been doing is packing and moving. Right, And so I was like, all right, I, at this moment right now, it doesn't serve me to panic about it. So I'm just going to continue moving, but I, I'm going to make a mental note to pause. And what pausing looks like for me is journaling. Pausing for me is taking a moment to do stream of consciousness journaling. This is actually something that I learned in middle school. One of my writing teachers taught me this. It's just writing, right? You just open up a notebook and you just write. There's no way to do it. There's no how. You just, whatever's in your brain, it doesn't have to make sense. If the sentence changes all of a sudden, it's like squirrel. It's okay. Right? Doing stream of consciousness journaling is great for me because it allows me to empty up my brain. All of the things I'm worried about, right? And so if this comes up as to-dos, like I was saying, I, there's clients I need to check in with. There's people I need to see this week. I want to see what my appointments are. Then I do that in the form of to-dos. I write everything. I flush all of the to-dos out of my brain. It's funny. Often when I work with clients, I'm like, I have so much to do. I have so much to do. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's go through it. What's, what's, up? what's all in your brain? And sometimes it's actually not as much as they think. Right? There's this energy around. There's so much to do. There's so much to do. Right? That disconnects us from the big picture of our vision where we keep playing small because we're like, there's so much to do. But then I'll ask them, what what actually, let's go through it. What do you have to do? And we go through it and it's like, oh, there's like five things. There's two errands on there and three tasks that'll take me about 10 minutes. Right? It's not actually that bad. Sometimes it is a longer list, but being able to look at it, you're no longer thinking about it. You're no longer ruminating about it. And you can now have the space to create, right? So I, I really I really would love for you to, if you're feeling foggy, if you're feeling disconnected from yourself, to make a note to pause. I'm gonna journal, I'm gonna stream of consciousness journal, right? I'm gonna do a to-do list journal. If you're not a writer, I feel like that does not sound like fun for me at all. Find someone that you love and that you trust Ask them for permission if you can vent and just dump it all out. This is what's going on. This is what's going on in my brain. This is what I'm thinking, right? But again, if there's a to-do thing, take some action there. Write it down. Ask that friend to write it down if they can. So that way when you leave the conversation, you don't continue to think there's so much to do. You have it written down. You have it somewhere. You can do something with it. 
right? And the reason why we do this is because we want to create space. This is what I, I talk to my clients about all the time is we want to create space in our brain, right? There's a lot of gobbledygook in there. Again, if we're, we're on social media a lot, we're, we're consuming lots of content, it removes us from ourselves. There's nothing wrong. We're not going to label it as bad for consuming the content, but it's important to check in with ourselves too, right? To create that space, to check in with us. And that's why creating that, that space through stream of consciousness, you get to dump out all of those thoughts. You get to look at them, right? And then you can decide what to do with what's in your head. If it's that to-do list, you can take action from it. If there's a lot of thoughts, say there's a lot of anger, right? I've talked to a lot of people recently who feel like they don't know how to feel. Who I ask them, how do they, how do you feel, right? And they have a straight face and they're, they're on the Zoom call with me and I ask them, how do you feel? And immediately, as the words are coming out of their mouth, their voice is cracking and their tears are starting to fall, right? Because they haven't asked themselves that, how do I feel? Right? So that stream of consciousness journaling could simply open up that space for you to feel what you need to feel. Right? So you can start to wake up again. Right? Have you ever felt that? Where you've been like almost in a survival mode, where you've been, you know, you have to be, you feel like you have to be the stronger person and you're you're keeping it together and keeping it together and keeping it together, right? And then you get to a place where you no longer have to and it's safe, right? And you've kept it together and that person is taken care of and you feel like you're in a good place and you can just let it go. Have you ever been in that space, right? And you can just cry or you can just be upset. It it's just feels so safe and you can just let it go. That's what it feels like. That's that's creating the space, right? So if it's a to-do, you can decide what you want to do with. If it's just an emotional blockage, you can release it, right? And now we can create. And so I'm sure some of you have been like, okay, Nandi, this is supposed to be about vision. Hello. But if you are blocked, it's going to be so hard to create that vision. So I wanted to make sure that we checked in first to make sure that you could create the space to have the vision, right? Have you ever been going to try and do a vision board party or just try and create vision? You're like, I'm stuck. I don't even know, right? There might be something there. So I just want to check in with that. Now, I wanted to offer you some questions to help get those wheels turning to help you create some vision, right? So I'm going to read these questions to you, and I want you to just think about them. Take what speaks to you. Take the ones that are like, ooh, that sounds like fun to answer, and I want you to answer that. This will be your homework. What do I want to create? Thinking about that, what do you want to create? What do I want to be? Sometimes I like to ask these questions to clients, and I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, whatever comes up is exactly what was supposed to come up. Sometimes people are like, that's too open-ended, but just ask your brain to come up with an answer. What is not working? Sometimes that's how we figure out what our goals are. We look at our life, we, we ask ourselves, what is not working? That's where the goal is. What am I grateful for? I think this question is just so important and beautiful to ask on a daily basis if you can. It's just so good for the soul. It's like feeding the soul. It's like watering the soul. What are what am I grateful for? 
What in my life does not align with my dream life? Now, I want you to be careful with this. This is not to say like, my dream life is that I'm in a mansion and I am not in a mansion and that is not aligned. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Yes, sure. If that's your dream life, great. But how can you curate pieces of that, right? What that tells me is you have a desire for lavishness. How can you invite lavishness into your life, right? What in your life does not align with your dream life? And, and what does that actually mean? When we talk about having a partner, maybe in your dream life, you have a romantic partner, right? That means that you're seen and loved and heard. Often that's what people mean when they want a romantic partner. They want to be seen, loved, and heard intimately. Do you see yourself? Do you know yourself? Do you hear yourself intimately first and foremost, right? Can you curate that relationship, right? How do you invite those parts of your dream life into your current life? That next question is, what is the general feeling of my life? I love to ask this question just to check in. How does my life generally feel? There was a time in my life that my life generally felt really sad. It felt really sad. And now I love to be able to check in with my life because it doesn't feel that way anymore. But it's such a good check-in question. And to not judge it, my friends, if it does feel sad, if it does feel heavy right now, just to look at it and just to allow for it. Right? But to ask your question that, how does my life feel right now? And then, of course, that big dream vision, I love to ask the questions, you know, close your eyes and think about where do you eat? Where do you sleep? Where do you travel? Do you travel? Where and how do you learn? Do you learn? Do you like to learn? Right? Is it through conferences or books? Do you have a community? Who is in your community? How do you spend your time? How much money do you make? Why? Right? Spending some time... Really curating in your mind what your ideal dream life is. What does it look like, taste like? What does it feel like, right? I love spending time in this area. I love doing this work because to me, it's it's like asking the universe for what you want. Of course, absolutely, there is effort involved. <laughs> I always tell my clients that there's absolutely effort involved. You have to show up, Right? But have some fun while you're at it. Envision it. Get into the mode of it. We're going to talk about ads of energy and done energy somewhere along the way. I love, 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 love it. But I wanted to spend some time in vision, right? Spend some time in remembering to ask for what you want in this life. What do you want to create? Who do you want to be? What's not working, right? What are you grateful for? What doesn't align? Spend some time answering those questions for yourself. Unselfishly, just spend some time playing with possibility. I love that phrase, playing with possibility. Go there. Have fun. That's your homework. All right, my friends. I'll see you next time. Hey friend, if you enjoy this podcast, I would love if you would subscribe, if you would like, if you would share, leave a comment, tell me your thoughts, let your friends know, and come and join our group, Believe Like a Boss, the Facebook community, where you can get support and encouragement along your goals and your journey. I'll see you soon.